here we go, the Downward Facing Spiritual Spiral Podcast. I am, of course, Eddie Cohn, host, creator of the show. Thrilled you're here. Thrilled you're listening. You know the drill. If you like the show, I gotta say, it's incredibly helpful if you share it with your friends. Of course, there's about 35 million podcasts in the world, so maybe this one can break free or break through a bit by your share, or maybe writing a review on iTunes. That would be incredibly helpful. So this podcast today may enter a bit of a somber tone, but I have to say, I've really been contemplating technology and social media a lot over the last couple of weeks, and it's weird. I've sort of embraced it a bit more recently. I've been posting some videos on YouTube as I'm in the studio making my new record. And I was sort of thinking, okay, maybe these tools, maybe these machines allow us to communicate and share our perspective on the world and share my creative process. And I was starting to feel hopeful. I know, it's crazy to think that I was starting to feel hopeful about social media and technology. But I think it all took a sharp detour, and like an avalanche just enveloped me. And all of those potentially positive thoughts about tech and social media were swallowed and have drifted away. Because as I mentioned on a previous podcast, one of my best friends is no longer here. And she and I had some pretty lengthy discussions and conversations about the impact of tech and social media. And I really started to then think how the simple text message impacts mental health. I'm going to play a clip from the Bill Simmons podcast at the end of the show where he's speaking to his daughter, Zoe, about the impact that Instagram and social media has on her life. I think she's like 17, 18, and it's mind-blowing. But I want to use the first part of this podcast to ask you, to beg you, to stop using text messaging so much. I have a friend who recently had a health scare, and she was concerned about her kidneys, about her liver, and she takes a lot of vitamins and supplements. And the doctor is giving advice and suggestions via the messaging system that the healthcare company uses. There's no phone call. There's no sympathetic phone call to offer guidance. It's all via, I guess, it's almost like email, but it's through the messaging board of the health system. And I start to really think about how these technology systems are impacting mental health. It's like if all you're getting every day are text messages from your friends, I don't think you can get much more shallow than that. Like if you can't pick up the phone and make a phone call to people just to say hello, I think we really need to sort of reanalyze and recalibrate our lives to allow these more analog systems back into our lives. And I know we all think that we're too busy or we don't want anything to interrupt the 55 million television shows that we're binge watching every day on Netflix. 
we don't think like we have enough time to add a phone call into our already busy lives. And I just think it's lazy. I think a text message is lazy. I get it. You know, you're texting somebody because you're running late for dinner. You're texting somebody because you want to let them know about a, a recipe or uh, you're giving them a simple, like simple directions. I'm not a Luddite. I text. I get the convenience of text messaging. But if you can't make phone calls, if you can't call your friends to say hello, to talk to them, I really think we need to recalibrate our brains. There's a subset of, of our population that is so depressed. It's as simple as they're not getting human-to-human connection every day. They're just scrolling at their phones all the time, or their friends are reaching out to them via text. My friend Jen and I, we are very aware and sensitive to this part of technology because um, it's easy to sort of fall into isolation. It's easy to sort of fall into your little cocoon or your own little bubble if you aren't surrounded by people that, you know, go that little extra step and actually make a phone call, send a letter, send a, a gift of some sort, just something beyond the one-dimensional text message. We all have to do better. We all have to put in the effort because I really believe this is only a theory. It's just a hypothesis. But I think so much of the mental health in our culture is cratering to a abyss, a dismal abyss, simply because people aren't talking to one another. Like the sound of somebody's voice. It's, it's why I've adopted sending voice messages as opposed to text. When I hear people's voice, it just, it, it enlivens my spirit. It turns the juices on. I like hearing people's voices. We all need to embrace more analog methods of communication. It's going to impact people's lives in a much more dynamic way than you could ever imagine. Just me personally, I love hearing people's voices. I love getting phone calls. I love talking on the phone because I like hearing their voice. You can hear nuance or you can feel the nuance. I just got home a few days ago and a friend was over and we spoke for like an hour. It's just like having the human being in our home, face-to-face talking is so much richer than a freaking text. And I know I'm a little sensitive, uh, sensitive to all of this because one of my dearest friends is no longer here, and we've had these discussions. But I often wonder, how often are people's moods enriched or changed for the better after a phone call, after hearing somebody's voice? If more and more people are using these one-dimensional methods of communication, like a text message or sending a met- message through Instagram, it's having, there is a deterioration of mental health because of these simple texts. Uh, it's just, it's frustrating. Every time you send a text over the next couple of weeks, think to yourself, could you have made a phone call instead? And I know, as I said, it might get in the way of your really busy life. I personally don't think people are any busier now than they used to be 20 years ago. 
but we are bombarded with so much minutia by so much noise that we are led to believe that our lives are really busy. But you just have to turn off the distractions, turn off the noise, and you'll realize, oh my gosh, maybe I can make that 20-minute phone call. Think about how good that person's going to feel when they hear my voice. Think about how much better I'm going to feel. Like, are you even aware? Let me end this segment with this. Are you aware of how much better you feel after you have a phone conversation as opposed to a text exchange? Pay attention to that this week. No texts other than the simple, you know, grocery lists. Pick up the phone every day this week and call a friend. And if they don't pick up, send them a voice memo and say, hey, been thinking about you. I'd love to talk to you. The other frustrating thing that I've noticed, and this will be my last point, I think nowadays, and I I even send these voice memos to people and they don't respond. And yeah, the little voice in my head will take it personally. But I think we need to work harder. Like these people that don't respond, they're so caught up in their minutia and they think that their lives are really busy. You know, they don't have the time. No, you call them out on it. You say, you know something? I sent you a message. Hey, what's the deal? What's going on? Let's talk. People have to fit phone calls and conversations back into their life. This is a fantastic podcast, uh, Bill Simmons. It's episode, I don't even, it came out on September 27th. And he's speaking to Brian Whithorst for like the first hour and a half of the podcast about basketball. But he ends the podcast by speaking to his daughter about social media. I'm going to play a little bit here for you. I'll share some thoughts. But I, I really believe we are being tricked. We have been tricked by the convenience of tech. It's like, does it matter that millions of people feel isolated and depressed? That millions of people's egos, confidence, self-esteem is completely correlated to likes, attention on social media. How pathetic have we become? We have allowed the titillation that emanates from our phones to rule our lives. And I'm not a parent, but if I were a parent, I wouldn't let my kid touch social media till like college. And they would persecute me. They would think that I'm being so conservative. But these freaking phones and the social media apps are ruining our society's mental health. So listen to this podcast. It's uh, Bill Simmons' daughter talking about social media. Or I would be in my room all day like you can attest to this I would be in my room all day in the dark like I wouldn't really go outside I wasn't like taking care of myself I wouldn't say it was all day it was like three four hours like you were still active you were playing soccer you were going out I was doing stuff but compared to the way that I am now obviously it was a lot of indoor time for me yeah and just because of that I was kind of conditioned to being on my phone all the time and when that happens, it's like there's only so many options to be on your phone and do. It's like TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, or talking to your friends. Yeah. And as, I mean, as we know that it's it's a fact that Instagram is a pretty evil app. Especially for teenage girls. There's been all yeah. these studies that have come out about it. They profit off of 
sucking people in and, and making people unhappy and unhappiness is also hand in hand with like an addiction to some things. You're like addicted to this thing that's making you unhappy. Yeah, we're not saying you were you weren't like ready to go to a mental institution, no. but your mood your I, mood was definitely changing was not, in a way that was it not was like, the way this that I weird. usually am. I'm a very upbeat and happy person, and I just wasn't like that. And you don't realize until you actually become aware when you spoke to me about this. And it was like I was looking at my phone all day, and we know that Instagram's a highlight reel of everyone's lives. It's like these are the best moments of my life. I'm gonna put them out there. They could be edited, they could be filtered, whatever you want them to be. That's what you're presenting to the world. And as like a, a viewer who was not at my best 24-7, looking at other people at their best or even better all the time, it had an effect on me. And I've never been someone luckily who has allowed stuff like that to take a toll on me. Yeah. I kind of just do my own thing and I like try to stay true to myself, but I definitely allowed it to have too much power without even knowing. And all of a sudden I was like completely absorbed in this world and like being active on Instagram way too often, like posting things, trying to conform and like do what everyone else was doing. Cause I thought that's what I had to do. Yeah. Well, another thing is you think it's like everybody's having a better time than you are and everybody's has this, but really it's like these people capturing this one moment that seemed, but they're yeah. just, they're in the same boat you are. And they're on their phone all the time and they're probably just as unhappy about different things. And living in LA where I've actually met influencers, weirdly enough, people who do this for a living, like this is their lives to post things and make their, the world look glamorous that they live in. They're truly, they're real people which you wouldn't expect them to be because of the stuff that they post and the way that they act. Like they are perfection you, but they are real people. Yeah. And it's like, it's just as weird when you're standing all together in a group and they're like, take a picture of me with this thing on. And then they'll post it later on. And you're like, it looks like this candid photo of like this moment that they were just having living their life. But in reality, they were like, take a picture Everything of me right now. Right. Like it's all, it's all put together and done up. It's not anything natural. And it's like, you can't compare your real life to that. And there's so many circumstances, especially when you live in LA, like we do, where it's like these fake, fake moments that you wouldn't ever expect to be fake. It's Bill Simmons podcast, uh, where he's speaking to Brian Windhorst. The title of the show is called How Does LeBron's Career Play Out? It's from September 27th of last year. But the last like 25, 30 minutes, Bill is speaking to his daughter. And I think we are up against technology in a really profound way. We don't know what to believe anymore. Um, we're automatically we're we're instinctively comparing ourselves to others. We're obsessed staring at a screen all day. It's ripping our society to shreds in this in this strange uh, derelict way. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty aware and an adult, uh, and it still gets the best of me sometimes. But I think you need something in your life that you're more passionate about. For me, it's music and the podcast and writing and expressing myself. I find so much more joy from those elements in my life than social media. I think that's the key here. Finding your passion. Because it has to be so powerful, it has to be so inspiring 
that it usurps any attention or dopamine that you get from your phone. So I'll leave you with that. What is your passion? What passion is so powerful that it takes all of your attention away from your phone? That's something that you need to look for in your life. And again, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, got to stop the texting. Stop the texting. Or at least decrease the texting and add some more phone calls to your life. You're going to be better off with those phone calls and the people that you're speaking to are going to be better off. So I'll leave you with that. Please, again, share the show with your friends. Maybe write a review. Reach out to me on Instagram, at Eddie Cohn or the Spiritual Spiral Podcast. Let me hear how this week went by lessening the texts, adding more phone calls. Did you notice a shift or a change in your mood? Did you feel better? Did you feel like a, like a three-dimensional human being? Did it feel good to hear somebody's voice on the other end of the phone? All my music on Spotify, at Eddie Cohn. You can find my book, SSAFY, on Amazon. And that's it. As always, thanks so much for listening, supporting, being a part of the Downward Facing Spiritual Spiral podcast.